Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved, cast out demons, and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. You may also donate by sending check or money order to 9030 West Sahara Avenue, Suite 665, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89117. We thank you. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. Because the show is about to begin. From the front lines of America, Babylon. And transmitting worldwide on the internet and satellite. You are listening to Omega Man Radio Network. With Shannon Davis. Welcome aboard to the Marathon, Mega Man Marathon, starting now. My name is Shannon Davis, your host, and today is Friday, October 6th, 2023. Hard to believe we're already already into the fourth quarter. Well, praise God. We continue going for Jesus one day at a time. Amen? Okay. We've got a great marathon set up for you today. We're going to go into the Word here in a moment. Speak my word. Then we've got Dr. Hansen and guest, Joey Ferrara, Terry Jefferson. And tonight at 8, joining me will be Evangelist Victor Mravlag, preaching followed by the Demon Hotline. So, I'm excited. Okay, let's go ahead and open up in prayer. Get started. Father, Yehovah, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for this opportunity. Again, you've given us today to speak your word. Thank you for your King James Bible, your word in the English language. I thank you, Father God, for those tuning in. We invite the Holy Spirit to come and illuminate the scripture as we read it. 
give us understanding, wisdom, knowledge. Show us things we know not, God, according to your challenge. Ask of me and I will show you things you know not. We're asking that tonight. In Jesus Christ's name, have your way. We plead the blood of Jesus Christ over all of us, our families. This is the day that Yahovah has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Also, Satan, we put you on notice. We're attacking you with the sword of the Spirit. From our position of authority, seated with the Lord Jesus Christ in the highest of the heavenlies, and there's not a thing you can do about it. We bind you in every wicked spirit. Sin against any of us. In Jesus' name, we loose the judgments of God on every wicked spirit assigned to any of us or this program or living in our territories. We bind a strong man, every demon in the area, all the fallen angels. We bind you in Jesus Christ's name and loose the judgments of God, the fire of God, right on your head, demons. In Jesus' name, we rebuke you and we command you to let people go that they can hear the word today. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, praise God. We don't have to fear man. We don't have to fear demons. We just need to fear Yahovah. Do I hear an amen out there? Amen. Okay, we're going to pick up where we left off yesterday, Deuteronomy chapter 2. Are you ready? If you don't have a Bible, go to kingjamesbibleonline.org. You can pull it up and read along with me if you'd like to. Deuteronomy chapter 2. Then we turned and took our journey into the wilderness by the way of the Red Sea, as Jehovah spake unto me. And we compassed Mount Seir many days. And Jehovah spake unto me, saying, Ye have compassed this mountain long enough. Turn ye northward, and command thou the people, saying, Ye are to pass through the coast of your brethren, the children of Esau, which dwelt in Seir, and they shall be afraid of you. Take ye good heed unto yourselves. Therefore, Meddle not with them, for I will not give you of their land, no, not so much as a foot breadth, because I have given Mount Seir unto Esau for possession. Ye shall buy meat of them for money, that ye may eat, and ye shall also buy water of them for money, that ye may drink. For Jehovah thy God hath blessed thee in all the works of thy hand, he knoweth thy walking through this great wilderness these forty years. Yahovah, thy God, hath been with thee. Thou hast lacked nothing. And when we passed by from our brethren, the children of Esau, which dwelt in Seir, through the way of the plain from Elath, and from Ezion Geber, we turned and passed by the way of the wilderness of Moab. And Jehovah said unto me, Distress not the Moabites, neither contend with them in battle. For I will not give thee of their land for possession, because I have given are unto the children of Lot for possession. 
So you remember Abraham, his son Isaac, and then Jacob, who God renamed Israel. God gave them land. And remember Abraham and Lot split up. And when Lot finally fled Sodom, his wife turned back, was turned to a pillar of salt. And the two daughters that escaped, apparently there were others that did not go with mom and dad. They stayed behind. Those two daughters that got out, the last we hear about them that I recall was they were over in a cave with their dead and they thought the world had come to an end based on what they had experienced and they had relations with their father, got them drunk, got impregnated. And they are not included in the promises of God, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the child of promise. But God remembered them and gave them a possession too. And their descendants, I think, were Edom and Moab. So here God's reminding them, Distress not the Moabites, neither contend with them in battle, for I will not give thee of their land for possession, because I have given R unto the children of Lot for possession. The Imams dwelt therein in times past, a people great and many and tall as the Anakims, which were accounted giants, as the Anakims. But the Moabites called them Emims. The Horims also dwelt in Seir before time, but the children of Esau succeeded them when they had destroyed them from before them and dwelt in their stead, as Israel did unto the land of his possession which Yehovah gave unto them. Now rise up, said I, and get you over the brook Zered. And we went over the brook Zered. And the space in which we came from Kadesh Barnea, until we were come over the brook Zered, was thirty-eight years, until all the generation of the men of war were wasted out from among the host, as Yehovah swore unto them. For indeed the hand of Yahovah was against them to destroy them from among the host until they were consumed. So it came to pass, when all the men of war were consumed and dead from among the people, that Yahovah spake unto me, saying, Thou art to pass over through Ar, the coast of Moab, this day. And when thou come nigh over against the children of Ammon, distress them not, nor meddle with them, for I will not give thee of the land of the children of Ammon any possession because I have given unto the children of Lot for possession. That also was accounted a land of giants. Giants dwelt therein in old time. And the Ammonites called them Zamzumims, a people great and many and tall as the Anakims. But Yahovah destroyed them before them. And they succeeded them and dwelt in their stead. As he did to the children of Esau, which dwelt in Seir, when he destroyed the Horems from before them, 
and they succeeded them and dwelt in their stead even unto this day. And the Avams, which dwelt in Hazarim, even unto Azah, the Kaphtorims, which came forth out of Kaphtor, destroyed them and dwelt in their stead. Rise ye up, take your journey, and pass over the river Arnon. Behold, I have given into thine hand Sihon the Amorite, king of Heshbon, and his land. Begin to possess it and contend with him in battle. This day will I begin to put the dread of thee and the fear of thee upon the nations that are under the whole heaven, who shall hear report of thee and shall tremble, and be in anguish because of thee. And I sent messengers out of the wilderness of Kadamoth unto Sihon king of Heshbon with words peace saying let me pass through thy land I will go along by the highway I will neither turn unto the right hand nor to the left thou shalt sell me meat for money that I may eat and give me water for money that I may drink only I will pass through on my feet as the children of Esau which dwell in Seir and the Moabites which dwell in Ar did unto me till I shall pass over Jordan into the land which Yahovah, our God, giveth us. But Sihon, king of Heshbon, would not let us pass by him. For Yahovah, thy God, hardened his spirit and made his heart obstinate, that he might deliver him into thy hand as appeareth this day. You know, God can harden whose hearts he wants. He did it with um, Pharaoh. He's done it here with Sihon, and he can do it with any nation or people, according to his will. And what was the reason? That he might deliver him into thy hand as appeareth this day. And Yehovah said unto me, Behold, I have begun to give Sihon and his land before thee begin to possess, that thou mayest inherit his land. Then Sihon came out against us, he and all his people, to fight at Jahaz. Shouts out to De Marie, Suzanne, and Caitlin, uh, and others tuning in out there. Okay. We're over in Deuteronomy chapter 2. Verse 32, Then Sihon again came out against us, he and all his people, to fight at Jahaz. And Yahovah, our God, delivered him before us, and we smote him and his sons and all his people. And we took all his cities at that time, and utterly destroyed the men and the women and the little ones of every city. We left none to remain. Only the cattle we took for a prey unto ourselves. And the spoil of the cities which we took from Aurora, which is by the brink of the river of Arnon, and from the city that is by the river, even unto Gilead, there was not one city too strong for us. Yahovah our God delivered all unto us. Only unto the land of the children of Ammon thou camest not, nor unto any place of the river Jabbok, 
nor into the cities and the mountains, nor into whatsoever Yahovah our God forbade us. Deuteronomy chapter 3. Then we turned and went up the way to Bashan. And Og, the king of Bashan, came out against us, he and all his people, to battle at Idri. And Yahovah said unto me, Fear him not, for I will deliver him and all his people and his land into thy hand. And thou shalt do unto him as thou did unto Sihon, king of the Amorites, which dwelt at Heshbon. So Yahovah our God delivered into our hands Og also, the king of Bashan, and all his people, and we smote him until none was left to him remaining. And we took all his cities at that time. There was not a city which we took not from them. Three score cities, sixty cities, all the region of Argob, the kingdom of Og in Bashan. Of course, Og was a giant. All these cities were fenced with high walls, gates, and bars, beside unwalled towns a great many, and we utterly destroyed them, as we did unto Sihon king of Heshbon, utterly destroying the men, women, and children of every city. And why? Because they were, they were contaminated with Nephilim DNA. in all likelihood. God's trying to erase the giants. But all the cattle and the spoil of the cities we took for a prey to ourselves. And we took at that time out of the hand of the two kings of the Amorites the land that was on this side of Jordan from the river of Arnon unto Mount Hermon, which Hermon the Sidonians call Syrian, and the Amorites call it Shinar. All the cities of the plain, and all Gilead, and all Bashan, unto Sakcha and Idri, cities of the kingdom of Og and Bashan. For only Og, king of Bashan, remained of the remnant of giants. Behold, his bedstead was a bedstead of iron. Is it not in Rabath of the children of Ammon? Nine cubits was the length thereof and four cubits the breadth of it, and the cubit of a man. And this land which we possessed at that time from Aurora, which is by the river Arnon, and half Mount Gilead, the cities thereof, gave I unto the Reubenites and to the Gadites. And the rest of Gilead and all Bashan, being the kingdom of Og, gave I unto the half-tribe of Manasseh, also the region of Argob with all Bashan, which was called the land of giants. I'd like to see that. Jer, the son of Manasseh, took all the country of Argob under the coast of Geshuri and Ma'akthai and called them after his own name. Bashan Havath Jair under this day. And I gave Gilead unto Machir. And unto the Reubenites and unto the Gadites I gave from Gilead even unto the river Arnon, half the valley, and the border even unto the river Jabbok, which is the border of the children of Ammon. The plain also in Jordan, and the coast thereof, from Chinareth, even unto the sea of the plain, even the salt sea, 
under Ashtoth Pisgah, eastward. And I commanded you at that time, saying, Yehovah, your God, hath given you this land to possess it. You shall pass over armed before your brethren, the children of Israel, all that are meet for the war, but your wives and your little ones and your cattle, for I know that ye have much cattle, shall abide in your cities which I have given unto you, until Yehovah have given you given rest unto your brethren, as well as unto you, and until they also possess the land which Yehovah your God hath given them beyond Jordan. And then shall ye return every man unto his possession which I have given you. And I commanded Joshua at that time, saying, Thine eyes have seen all that Yehovah your God hath done unto these two kings. So shall Yehovah do unto all the kingdoms whither thou passest. Ye shall not fear them, for Yehovah your God, he shall fight for you. And I besought Yehovah at that time, saying, O Lord God, thou hast shown to thou hast begun to show thy servants thy servant, excuse me, thy greatness and thy mighty hand. For what God is there in heaven or in earth that can do according to thy works and according to thy might? I pray thee, let me go over and see the good land that is beyond Jordan, that goodly mountain and Lebanon. But Yahovah was wroth with me for your sakes, and would not hear me. And Yahovah said unto me, Let it suffice thee. Speak no more unto me of this matter. Get thee up into the top of Pisgah, and lift up thine eyes westward, and northward, and southward, and eastward, and behold it with thine eyes, for thou shalt not go over this Jordan. But charge Joshua, and encourage him, and strengthen him, for he shall go over before this people, and he shall cause him to inherit the land which thou shalt see. This is speaking of Moses. He's not allowed to go into the land because he disobeyed God and smote the rock instead of speaking to it. So we abode in the valley over against Beth Peor. Deuteronomy chapter 4. Now therefore hearken, O Israel, unto the statutes and unto the judgments which I teach you. For to do them, that ye may live, and go in and possess the land which Yehovah, God of your fathers, giveth you. Ye shall not add unto the word which I command you, neither shall ye diminish aught from it. Ye may keep the commandments of Yehovah your God which I command you. Your eyes have seen what Yehovah did because of Baal Peor. For all the men that followed Baal Peor, Yahweh thy God hath destroyed them from among you. But ye that did cleave unto Yahweh your God are alive, every one of you this day. And you know, we've got to do the same thing. We've got to cleave unto the Lord, hang on to Him, and live. Hang on to His Word. Verse 5 says, Behold, I have taught you statutes and judgments. Even as Yahovah my God commanded me that ye should do so in the land whither ye go to possess it. Keep therefore and do them. For this is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the nations, which shall hear all these statutes 
and say, Surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. For what nation is there so great, who hath God so near unto them, as Jehovah our God is in all things that we call upon him for? And what nation is there so great, that hath statutes and judgments, so righteous as all this law, which I set before you this day? Only take heed to thyself, keep thy soul diligently, lest thou forget the things which thine eyes have seen, and lest they depart from thy heart all the days of thy life. But teach them thy sons, and thy sons' sons. Especially the day that thou stood before Jehovah thy God in Horeb, when Jehovah said unto me, Gather me the people together, and I will make them hear my words, that they may learn to fear me all the days that they shall live upon the earth and that they may teach their children. And ye came near and stood under the mountain, and the mountain burned with fire unto the midst of heaven, with darkness, clouds, and thick darkness. And Yahovah spake unto you, out of the midst of the fire, ye heard the voice of the words, but saw no similitude. Only ye heard a voice. I never forget it as I laid there on my couch in Panama, 2005. I heard the voice of the Lord in my dream. I did not see him, but I heard the voice. You and your brother Damon have a generational curse need to break, period. Thank God we broke it. I believe we did, in Jesus' name. And Yahovah spake unto you again, out of the midst of the fire ye heard the voice of the words but saw no similitude only ye heard a voice and he declared unto you his covenant which he commanded you to perform even ten commandments and he wrote them upon two tables of stone and Yahweh commanded me at that time to teach you statutes and judgments that ye might do them in the land whether ye go over to possess it Take ye therefore good heed unto yourselves, for ye saw no manner of similitude on the day that Yahovah spake unto you in Horeb out of the midst of the fire. Let me look up that word. I'm not very clear on that. Definition of similitude. I think that just means a physical presence. Okay. A person or thing resembling someone or something else. So they didn't see they didn't see God his image but they heard his voice I think there's a verse that says no man has seen God and lived here we go it goes on to say unless ye corrupt yourselves and make you a graven image the similitude of any figure, the likeness of male or female, the likeness of any beast that is on the earth, the likeness of any winged fowl that flies in the air, the likeness of anything that creepeth on the ground, the likeness of any fish that is in the waters beneath the earth. Unless thou lift up thine eyes unto heaven, when thou seest the sun and the moon and the stars, even all the host of heaven, shouldst be driven to worship them and serve them, which Yahovah thy God hath divided unto all nations under the whole heaven. 
But Yahweh hath taken you and brought you forth out of the iron furnace, even out of Egypt, to be unto him a people of inheritance, as ye are this day. Furthermore, Yahovah was angry with me for your sakes and swear that I should not go over to Jordan and that I should not go in unto that good land which Yahovah thy God giveth thee for an inheritance. This is Moses talking. But I must die in this land. I must not go over Jordan. But ye shall go over and possess that good land. Take heed unto yourselves lest ye forget the covenant of Yahovah your God, which he made with you, and make you a graven image, or the likeness of anything, which Yahovah thy God hath forbidden thee. For Yahovah thy God is a consuming fire, even a jealous God. Let's take a break, and we'll be right back. That's Beyond Belief by Petra. Welcome to Speak My Word and to the Omega Man Marathon. Where are you tuning in from? We're glad to have you. Coming up in about 17 minutes, top of the hour, we're going to have Dr. Jonathan Hansen. We've also got today Joey, excuse me, Joseph Ferrara, Terry Jefferson, and then tonight at 8 Eastern, we're going to have Victor Mrablag bringing the word and the demon hotline. If you need prayer, you can call in tonight. Uh, we'll be standing by to pray for anybody who wants to call in. My phone number for the show is uh, at my website, omegamanradio.com. Good idea to go over there and familiarize yourself with the page and look around. You'll find a lot of interesting things, um, plenty of show archives, etc. Okay, let me get back to where we left off. Um, Deuteronomy chapter 4. Let's finish out this uh, chapter here. For again, verse 24. For Yahovah thy God is a consuming fire, even a jealous God. When thou shalt beget children, and children's children, and ye shall have remained long in the land, and shall corrupt yourselves, and make a graven image, or the likeness of anything, and shall do evil in the sight of Yahovah thy God, to provoke him to anger, I call heaven and earth to witness against you this day, that ye shall soon utterly perish from off the land, or until ye go over Jordan to possess it. Ye shall not prolong your days upon it, but shall utterly be destroyed. That's a warning. And Yahweh shall scatter you among the nations, and you shall be left few in number among the heathen, whither Yahweh shall lead you. And there ye shall serve gods, little g's, the work of men's hands, wood and stone, which neither see, nor hear, nor eat, nor smell, but if from thence thou shalt seek Yahovah thy God, thou shalt find him. Thou seek him with all thy heart and with all thy soul. When thou art in tribulation, first mention of tribulation, I think. Listen to this. And all these things are come upon thee, even in the latter days. This is a prophetic word, a prophecy for the latter days from Moses. If thou turn to Yahovah thy God and shall be obedient unto his voice. For Yahovah thy God is a merciful God. He will not forsake thee, neither destroy thee, nor forget the covenant of thy fathers, 
which you swear unto them. For ask now of the days that are past, which were before thee, since the day that God created man upon the earth, and ask from the one side of heaven unto the other, whether there hath been any such thing as this great thing is, or hath been heard like it. Did ever people hear the voice of God speaking out of the midst of the fire, as thou hast heard, and live? Or hath God assayed to go and take him a nation from the midst of another nation, by temptations, by signs, by wonders, and by war, by a mighty hand, and by a stretched out arm, and by great terrors, according to all that Yahweh your God did for you in Egypt before your eyes? Unto thee it was showed that thou mightest know that Yahovah, he is God, there is none else beside him. Out of heaven he made thee to hear his voice, that he might instruct thee. And upon earth he showed thee his great fire, and thou heard his words out of the midst of the fire. Because he loved thy fathers, therefore he chose their seed after them, and brought thee out in his sight, with his mighty power out of Egypt to drive out nations from before thee greater and mightier than thou art, to bring thee in, to give thee their land for an inheritance, as is, is this day. Know therefore this day, and consider it in thine heart, that Yahovah, he is God in heaven above, and upon the earth beneath, there is none else. There's only one God, folks. Thou shalt keep therefore his statutes and his commandments which I command thee this day that it may go well with thee and with thy children after thee and that thou mayest prolong thy days upon the earth which Jehovah thy God giveth thee forever. Then Moses severed three cities on this side of Jordan toward the sun rising that the slayer might flee there, which should kill his neighbor unawares. These would be cities of refuge. And hated him not in times past, and that fleeing unto one of these cities he might live, namely, Bezer in the wilderness, in the plain country, of the Reubenites, and Ramoth and Gilead, of the Gedites, and Golan, and Bashan, of the Manassites. And this is the law which Moses set before the children of Israel, these are the testimonies and the statutes and the judgments which Moses spake unto the children of Israel after they came forth out of Egypt. This side Jordan in the valley over against Beth Peor in the land of Sihon king of the Amorites who dwelt at Heshbon whom Moses and the children of Israel smote after they were come forth out of Egypt. And they possessed his land, and the land of Og, king of Bashan, two kings of the Amorites, which were on this side, Jordan, toward the sun rising, from Aror, which is by the bank of the river Arnon, even unto the Mount Sion, which is Hermon. And all the plain on this side, Jordan, eastward, even unto the sea of the plain, under the springs of Pisgah. Okay, 
We didn't do bad today. We read um, three chapters. So let me mark that. Deuteronomy 2 through 4. Okay. Hope you're enjoying our broadcast. And if you miss our shows live, don't worry. You can always get them in the archives. Speaking of archives, I have just uploaded not only the original 13 uh, episodes I did with the late um, Henry Groover, but 14 recovered audios that have never been heard before. Recovered off of a cassette tape that I sent with uh, Henry Groover on the road. 14 episodes. Now those were not with me, but merely he uh, taped uh, his services with an interpreter. But I put those up for you. I'm calling those the Lost Road Tapes. Henry Groover. And we've done, uh, so far, 13 or 14. Thereabouts. um, Or is it 15? Okay, well. Episodes with Hank Groover. I've just uploaded 13 of them that were missing when we made the transfer over to Podbean. Now you can get all of Hank Groover's stuff. And I'll be doing that uh, in like manner with other speakers. Michael Cummins I'm working on next. And just so you have visibility of them, I'm throwing them up on the the top of the queue. I'll give them about a week or two to settle in there and people that wanted to get them will see them. And then I'll move them back into chronological order and they'll go back in sequentially according to episode number. So there we are. Okay. Well, we're doing good for time. We've got about eight minutes. Um, Yeah, let's do another song here or two. We've got some good news. Our dog, Ringo, he's a Bazinji. He's about four years old now. He's been a eunuch for four years. Kept himself clean. And uh, my wife surprised me today. Mama Narita and her friend set up an arranged marriage for our dog and came home and there she was a beautiful white with a pretty much white dog hair dog about the same um, build as and height as uh, Ringo and um, yep they're living together now in, in dog marriage and uh, it it would not surprise me at all that uh, before long uh, we'll have some grand dog grand dogs. <laughs> I tell you what, I didn't know if this boy would ever get married. Uh, this poor dog, he's lived the life of a eunuch for four years, and very sad. Uh, we have a big pen out there, and apart from me going out there to feed him and clean his stall there and uh, throw him a bone. He's been pretty pretty lonely. But uh, no longer. He wastes no time trying to cleave onto his new, his new dog spouse. And uh, she, um, I think she's in shock. She won't go back to mama, but it's too late. They're dog and, dog and wife. So there we are. <laughs> it'll be exciting and they'll, they'll make good babies um, Ringo is a Bazinji uh, they're a breed one of the most ancient breeds there are I guess originally from Africa they don't bark they do yodel 
if they want to. Uh, they have a curved tail. They have very skinny legs. It makes them look like a little horse. And they're small dogs. Um, they have cropped ears and um, no barking. Uh, that's why they're trained to be the top, I guess, uh, trackers in the world. I mean, the ultimate hunting dog. Not that uh, they're big enough to do any damage to the big prey, you know, other than birds and small game. But they're used by pygmies to hunt lions, and it's because they can track them stealthily, and then they point if you train them to do that. And uh, there's a great clean movie from the 50s. Um, Farewell, My Lady, I think is the name of it. It's with Sidney Poitier and the little boy that was in um, Shane, an old yeller. Get this movie. You can watch it on YouTube. And it's about a boy who lives down in the bayou. And he comes across this dog he's never seen the likes of before. Turns out to be an escaped Bazinji. And that's where I first heard about it. And I said, man, i got to get me one of these dogs. So I was in Costa Rica 20 years ago, of all places, and I found a dog breeder, and I said, can you find me a Bazinji? And he surprised me. He had one a couple months old. And I have uh, been enamored with these dogs ever since. This is uh, our newest acquisition about four years ago. The last dog I had was years back. Hadn't had one since, but... Um, I figured, you know, let me try, and lo and behold, there's a place called Guillain here on the island of Bali where there's a master breeder, and he specializes in Bazinchis and a breed called, um, what is it called? It's called, uh, they come out of Quintamani. It's a special breed. But anyway, these dogs are just amazing, and they don't bark. My father-in-law was here a while back, and uh, he looked at this dog, and he would just shake his head every day, and he said, stupid dog, you know, don't even bark. What good is he? Not a guard dog? They didn't, they didn't know that this breed doesn't bark. There's something different about their voice box. They can't, but they can yodel. Check them out, Bazinji, B-A-S-E-N-J-I. It's a great dog. Short hair. They're smart. And now I don't have to feel bad anymore about him being alone. He's found his wife. Praise God. Amen. And he waited till the honeymoon night. He didn't get out there and fornicate and adulterate. Kept his nose clean. It was a long wait, but he got him a help meet. Amen. That's the way it should be for us too. Okay. Praise God. I'm going to save this program. We'll be right back. Stand by. <laughs> 